slow. Your trap slow, my nigga. I feel sorry for you. Sorry, nigga. Cause we banging hand to hand, getting it in them holes. I'm talking transactions, CDS, some distributions. We going hard with this shit. We need our restitution. I love my nigga, so I do whatever for my dog. Nigga, say he need me, and I got him. He'll never fall. I'm coming in the clutch, something like I'm Kyrie. You niggas bluffing, man. I wish you niggas would try. Be down, and guess what? We need answers. So we need answers podcast episode one twelve. Today I have a guest. Today a special guest. Every guest is special, but today I have a special guest because we have a special event coming up, uh, February 9th. February. Uh, and I hopefully we'll get this to you before the 9th so you can get all the details and just get some more if insight before we get to it. But today I have Miss Kendra here. The Charm City Maven. We gonna talk about this event. We gonna talk about her business and everything she got going on around the city. Uh, everything she doing goes right along with everything I'm doing. This podcast is about bringing the city to the forefront, bringing these hidden gems to life, and it's all about good in, insight and good endpoint because she not gonna put you on nothing she ain't gonna fuck with. So we are. <laughs> so she gonna give us some game and some insight on a lot of shit today and some insight on our event we got coming up so you can do the honors of introducing yourself to the people okay for, well first thanks Mook. thank you for having me um thank you. hi everybody um like Mook said my name is kendra i go by the charm city maven um i am a podcast well formerly a podcast as well because like i'm on a podcast but i am mm. a influencer mm. content creator um, overall, Baltimore, I used to call myself Baltimore's best ambassador. So okay. I like that. That's the introduction. I like that. Yeah. What is, what does it mean to be an ambassador to an, you? An ambassador means, well, you can usually an ambassador's position or like as a diplomat is like you go and try to impart goodwill to a foreigner or like a, a foreign entity mm. to extend an olive branch, um, Give your offerings, extend goodwill to somebody who's basically not familiar with you. Okay. And um, my role, my self-appointed role, I mean, it's not an official anything, but my self-appointed role is the, uh, what I'm calling myself, the, you know, Baltimore's best ambassador, is in part goodwill um, and uh, community exchange amongst other Baltimoreans. Okay. Um, we do have a lot of transplants that come into the area, a lot of people who aren't who are new to the city, but I also feel like there are a lot of people who are born and raised here who also need a reintroduction into the living, thriving experience that is Baltimore. Totally agree. And that I know you spoke well, tell us what it means to be a Maven and how did you come up with Charm City Maven as a title? So uh, Maven means expert. Mm-hmm. Um, and how I came across the name, like, I can't even really tell you how I came across the name. I mean, it sounds cool to me. <laughs> it's, it's different. <laughs> it definitely sounds cool to me. Um, my, my name, my actual name, Kendra, uh, it means in old English, like knowledgeable. Okay. So like, I was always know, like, and I like kind of see myself as like a know-it-all. Like I, like I am that person. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Uh, 
Sometimes it could be something. <laughs> <about that. laughs> um, but yeah, so true, it true. it just kind of like I was looking for that um, before I was the Charm City Maven. Uh, I toyed around with uh, Charm City Mommy, which I actually still have as a business entity. But initially, when I was looking into going into content creation and being an influencer, whatever that means, it was going to be around uh, mom-focused things because initially I felt that the imagery that Baltimoreans receive specifically uh, black women is always this like poor lacking thing mm -hmm. and um, as a mother who doesn't feel like she is coming from a place to lack who has a um, who has thriving children I've had positive experiences mm -hmm. in um, in my pregnancies and my birth uh, just in being a parent overall mm -hmm. I felt like that was a um, that was the information that needed to be put to the forefront too, specifically for uh, for my particular demographic as a black mom. Okay. But um, then I realized that as much as I love like mom stuff, I didn't want to be put into that box. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So um, for me, it made more sense to extend and broaden a brand and. Um, make a name that's more identifiable to uh, myself and my perspective on um, on the world overall and, and the insights that I can give. Mm -hmm. um, so that's kind of where the name, the Maven kind of okay. came at. But still Charm City because that is what I know and this is where I'm from. And, you know, much like Drew Hill and <laughs> like a lot of people, like we, we gonna put on Fire City. Yeah, like it, yeah. like it's, it's definitely, it's, it's something about us. Like we definitely want to rep. For sure. <laughs> I usually ask this question at the end, but I'm going to ask you now. Okay. What does Baltimore mean to you? Um, Baltimore means diamond in the rough. It really is a charming place. Mm -hmm. You it, you know, at first glance, it kind of doesn't seem like it has much to offer. But if you have a keen eye, mm -hmm. um, you can see the beauty in it. Which is the whole dynamic behind mm -hmm. your brand. Yes. See how I gave you the alley right there? I, I love it. I love it. <laughs> so, so tell us. So if I go to your page, um, when I, if I go to your page, you have a lot of events mm -hmm. and you like a, a calendar. Right. Or week. Is it weekly? Yeah. It's a weekly roundup. So the weekly roundup drops every Monday. It's um, usually six uh, events. So six days out of a seven day week mm -hmm. where I promote different events, things that I find cool that are happening in the city. And I try to um, that's my way of creating a digital community. There's so many great uh spaces there's so many uh event curators mm -hmm. just like dope people who are creating these events and i have always gone to them and people are like oh i never knew that this was happening mm -hmm. so to, for me it was the best way of like giving them some giving those people who put on events some shine okay. but also letting the people that I know, like, hey, like, if you want to catch me or, like, if you thinking of a place to go, like, I, I got that for you. Like, right. I like I know. Here, here's where I might be. Right. Here's where I think that you should show up for okay. sure. How you go about finding the events? Well, how do you find them? Like, because most of the stuff be, like, is this stuff that you find or is stuff that's, like, you, you can find it, you just not looking type stuff? It, like, anybody. So... <laughs> I mean, don't trying. give away don't, right the secret sauce. Don't give away don't. Right. But so so I'm only asking <laughs> that because if 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 somebody was to find your page, right. if 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 I'm coming, I don't want to say if I'm coming in town. If I'm here, yeah, and I just stumbled across your page. If if I don't know nothing 
Or if I know stuff and it's like, if I go to your page, like, oh, I already know about this stuff. Right. Or is it going to be like, oh, I wouldn't, I, I would have never known about this stuff. I like I to think there are definitely a lot of events that people never would have known about. Okay. Um, there are definitely a lot of things that is just simply word of mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, where it's like you, if you, if you know, you know. Mm-hmm. But also, like in terms of me, I am the person who goes to a coffee shop and looks at the um, if they the have like a message, the bulletin board. board. Okay. Gotcha. Like I'm, okay. I am looking okay. at every okay. single thing gotcha. that's like on there. Like, huh? Like, oh, that's interesting. Oh, that's cool. I'm taking pictures of it, referring back to it later. Like, because you never know who that information might be valuable right to. True. Right, true. Um, and even with my day job, like this is like useful information that I can like carry on to the next person. Okay. So, um, I work at a school. I do uh, digital marketing, enrollment, and events for okay. uh, a public charter school. Okay. Um, but it's it's not my job, but kind of my job also to just stay abreast of what's happening in the city mm-hmm. and bring resources back if it makes sense. Gotcha. So, yeah, I'm always looking at stuff. So, uh, what made you come up with this this idea for the Charm City Meeting? Well, <laughs> <laughs> um, the Charm City Maven, I, it, it was... I'll say back in, let's say like 20, the pandemic, really Mm -hmm. the pandemic is kind of really what sparked it off. Like I was in, um, on Clubhouse, everybody was on Clubhouse because everybody was like stuck in a house. Right. Uh, I mean, I had some ideas or something like I tinkered with a blog before, but hadn't like really kept up with it. So some of the idea was up there, but really what kind of fueled me was during a pandemic, I felt extremely isolated. Prior to the pandemic, I was still a person who was like used to going out. I'm extremely sociable. Mm-hmm. I go to places with my kids. Like I was just out, like to be out and about. Mm-hmm. And of course, the pandemic shut all that out. Yeah. And um, not only was I like legitimately like sad mm-hmm. um, about not being able to connect with people, and then even with like people not like. If you remember at that time, like people weren't were afraid to even look at each other. Like, yeah. so you could still go to it's Target, a weird time. It's right? A space. And as a, like as a extrovert, as a sociable person, like it really kind of affected me. And so, Clubhouse was probably my only outlet. I found a, a community of people who were also in Baltimore, and really just talking to them. And then like other rooms where it was like, all right, well, this is like trying to basically like show like the next like business wave or like this is how you can do this this is how you do like your next hustle and at the time i felt like i was kind of stagnant i was learning all this information but i was kind of stagnant so as we kind of got out of lockdown or you know the pandemic starting to like lighten up Mm -hmm. in 20 in 2022 really I decided like this is going to be my year where I just start throwing some things at the wall. So last year was my first time of putting on my first event, Mm -hmm. like actually doing like a promotion thing. My first event was a mom's mixer. Um, I held it with a a colleague of mine and I had like a good turnout for it. But that was like my first time, like really trying to figure out how to design a graphic, Mm -hmm. Um, like really going out and like talking to people uh, for for my for myself, like for my event Mm -hmm. and like really drawing attention to me. Okay. Um, so that's kind of what started. So I had this event, my, my first event, it was a free event for moms. A lot of people came out. And I felt really good about connecting people that way. Mm-hmm. And so really, um, that was kind of what 
really forced the momentum of you know what I should probably keep yeah I should probably keep this going Um, I had another event that I wanted to get some um, some buzz around so the the roundup actually wound up happening because I was like, all right, well, if these events are coming, like if I'm putting on people to these events, then maybe if I slide mines on in there, yeah. like they'll, yeah. you know, actually show up to mines. Right. And I started kind of late. So that second event kind of was a flop and the price point might've been like too high. Okay. Um, but the roundup itself mm. picked up. Like okay. it was like a lot of people who shared it and everything. And then at that point, it was a thing where I wanted to stay consistent mm-hmm. and like had to do something for myself, like prove something to myself. Okay. And so from June until now, it's been uh, something that's dropped every week. Mm. That's what's so, up. Like, that's what's so up. that's the story. That's what's up. Yeah. That's, congratulations on that. Thank you. Uh, when you was talking about the mommy thing, mm-hmm. um, it's the episode I did with Maya. And she had a similar event. I'm going I'm to send you that when I think okay. y'all can connect on something. Sure. That would be a great thing teaming up. But um, so what's, what is your, I don't, I'm, I'm trying not to get to your secret sauce with how you do <laughs> this. But so do you typically, for events in the different spots, like you, you, you promote spots and like hitting places and all that as well? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So is your thing like, when you find a spot, you'll go, you'll try, and then you'll promote it, or is it like... Yeah. Yeah, because you said you're not right. promoting nothing that you... Yeah, don't I'm not promoting nothing that I'm not at least halfway familiar with. Like, I got to know the people. I got to know the spot. Like, I got to know something about it. Like, it ain't just like, right. all right, like, on a whim. <laughs> like, it's that... That's just not happening. Trust trust you me. I definitely know something about it mm-hmm. where it's like I'm willing to put my stamp on it. Because as a influencer like people i want people to trust mm-hmm. my perspective gotcha. on things gotcha. um that's not something that i want to um I, that I, I don't want to misuse that yeah so um, i'm yeah. trying to be very responsible with my platform and like, once you get that it's it's it's, it's you got it basically yeah. the trust of people because right the the two people that i see that got a lot of is significance with um influence in baltimore charm city table mm-hmm. and yeah. um uh, cousin Kim. Yes. I see so like yeah. both of them, they a lot of people, you know, you sharing pages and posts right. with people, it's a lot of them. And it's like if in more than likely, nine times out of ten, people willing to try stuff if they post it. Yeah. So yeah. that's that's the power in, in being an right. influencer and, and being authentic. Mm-hmm. I think the, the authentic part of it is because you know, like cousin Kim, she she keeps she talk like she us. does. She does. Yeah. Right. So it's yeah. like versus. I love her. You, yeah, I do too. Versus <laughs> if you go to like the other part of more like the the um other pages, and they'll just basically like try this food. Right. You only know what they look like. Yeah. Stuff yeah, like yeah. that. So right. it's like and it's you can take like it, I guess it's, it's pros and cons of that because at the end of the day, if it's a spot that you don't know about, mm-hmm. and you look up the menu, you see some shit that you like, you gonna try it. Right. They posted or not, but do you feel like? It's a lot of, cause from them, from all, like I, I told you off the camera, I follow damn near every page, yeah. food page. It don't even gotta be Baltimore, DC, Maryland, mm-hmm. anywhere. Even if it ain't even around us, like if they got good food, I'ma follow it. But do you feel like Baltimore has a whole lot that people don't know about? I think they do. Okay. I, I mean, I think I think that we have a whole lot that people don't know about. I actually feel like a lot of people do know about. Um, our food, like our food, is really good. Like I think our I food stands up. 
I, I I didn't travel. I don't travel a whole mm. lot. I haven't been to a whole lot of places. But to me, when I hear about other places, I feel like we got the best food in the country. So here is my <laughs> um, non-scientific reason why I can tell you that we have the best food. Okay. The Food Network loves Baltimore, oh, has loved Baltimore for like over a decade now. Like Mad Place is like every Donna driving, mm -hmm. like they like, oh, yeah. you got to try this. There's so many places like in, in Baltimore specifically. So I really feel like we have high quality food. Mm -hmm. um, it's not like just there are some places that might be aesthetically pleasing mm -hmm. in other places, mm -hmm. but we definitely have quality eats. Because we got everything. We got everything. We got everything. <laughs> yeah, like, I, so I was just right. talking about this with with weather like i'm not gonna sit here i love baltimore because right. it's, it's me it's, it raised me and it's it made me but i always like every time you hear about like catastrophes with, with weather and stuff mm -hmm. like we don't go through that because we get everything so we yeah. we don't re, we're like we prepare for everything yep if it snow down south too bad they shut the whole city down what to do right like, yeah so it's like we we kind of we got our pros and cons, but we got a lot of pros too. Yeah, I mean, like, and so even with, I mean, I know we're talking about food at the moment, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I think that Baltimore, even beyond food, has so many perks yeah. that we probably don't highlight. I think food is a given, and it's a eating, and it, trust me, it should be an attractor. Like, yeah. we, like people eat every day. That's a good thing, and I think that yeah. we should definitely highlight that. We should definitely also highlight the great chefs that we had. True. Um, True. But then there are so many other people in other elements mm -hmm. um like the culture curators of the world like we have such a great art scene um you know like yeah, the, yeah. you know the park is like taking his way yeah. or whatever <laughs> like, <laughs> like yeah. anything in terms of like an art form our like the mixed all the museums that we have that mm -hmm. like i work i literally work at an art-based elementary school okay um my daughter my, my eldest child she literally goes to an art-based um middle and high school okay. we definitely have one of the most prominent art schools on the east coast in in micah so okay. it's like don't sleep yeah. on yeah. It in baltimore and all this that's a good point that's a great point we got the school of arts yes we do yeah, like, right like, right oh, and, yeah. and how many people we know that came exactly. from that like come Famous on tupac like, yeah. jada, jada like come yeah. on now there's so many different people yeah. like do not sleep on that's the art point. and the creativity that baltimore point. has so you feel like creativity is a is a gene of baltimore people do you feel like Let's, let, no, well, hey, let's say you that. Look, you look like, I don't know about all no, that. No, 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 I, no. Actually, that was a look like, I've never said that, but yeah. I think that's probably worth okay. saying. Like, yes, okay. this is in our yeah. genes, this is in our blood. We get it hard in the paint. Yeah. Yeah. Even, um, I, probably why I gave it a side eye is because I didn't necessarily consider myself like an artist or a creator. Mm -hmm. um, I'm just recently taken to the idea that I'm a creative. Mm -hmm. My mother... Uh, is an artist mm -hmm. and for the longest time I didn't even see her as an artist she was um, a stay-at-home wife she is a stay-at-home wife mm -hmm. and um, she made everything for us like she always was a painter okay. um, any like craft like she would do she would often like redecorate any room like a dozen mm -hmm. times mm -hmm. within a month uh, yeah like she's a super creative person like she could you know she could do anything she can sew she can embroider mm. she can paint she can sculpt she like she just basically does it all me as her daughter like i just saw okay well she a mom and she don't work <laughs> but as i got Definitely. older <laughs> yeah because everybody else's moms work and, yeah, 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 and as a child i didn't quite value it yeah, but it's always different when you the one that's 
it's oh, always yeah. <laughs> but it's a um is a young adult and then now is a like an older adult like i i it, it respect her artistry and her creativity to for what it is mm. so um even now as i'm saying okay well i'm just doing it in a different way i'm showing my creation in a different way mm. i don't sing i don't dance I don't, you know, rhyme words, mm -hmm. but I'm creating a tapestry in the background. It's the yeah, same. you creating a hell of a thing. Yeah. Like this got a hell of potential to, to be the one, like the go-to. I uh, feel like all of these type of pages and in, in, uh, businesses, like you could be the one that basically when, when I come to Baltimore, this is what I need to right. look to, look forward to. Because a lot of times, anybody, like you got friends or family that come from out of town might come and you be like, what can we do tonight? You going to tell them the basics, the regular stuff mm -hmm. that you might do on a Friday night. Right. But when you got options, it, it makes it different, especially if, if they not into everything you into or if you don't know. Because we got, I feel like every time I could tell anybody, they'd be like, where should I go if I want this? Where can I go if I want that? But mm -hmm. if you ask me on a random day or if it's a, like a coworker, like I, um, the people I work with, uh, one of the guys, he live in Jersey, but we meet once we meet uh once a month and um he'll come down and stay in baltimore okay so he he one time he asked like what's the seafood spot you told me to go to so if i'm telling a black person to go somewhere it's gonna be different when i'm telling a white guy <laughs> where to go to nine times out of ten like even if i say something like lock bar right if i say go to lock bar i'm gonna tell you go in the daytime i'm not gonna tell you go at the nighttime because okay. we dominating at the nighttime especially in the summertime this is sure right right so, yeah. you know you gotta you you gotta know what you you gotta know and then like um like i got homies from dc and when they want to come down here they be like where should i go such and such and i'll pitch them a bunch of places i'm gonna give you 10 places like a lot of people ask me about spots because i i told you i love to like i love trying new places Right. I was about to say new foods. I don't know if I really like trying new foods. What's your favorite food? Salmon. Well, what's your go-to food? Salmon? Salmon, yeah. I love salmon. <laughs> salmon, mashed potatoes, rice. Very simple. Yeah, very simple. I'm very okay. simple, but see, I'm different. I'm different, but simple. So I like simple meals, mm -hmm. but I like different places. Okay, that's But good. I don't eat, like, I'll go to a steakhouse and I'm going to get seafood because I don't eat red meat. I don't eat uh, steak. Okay. I don't All eat right. steak or none of that. So if I go to like Morton's or if I go to uh, Ruth Chris, I'm going to get salmon or some sea bass or something like that. Well, sea bass is good. Yeah. I uh, like I like right. seafood. I could be a pescatarian. Okay. I always tell people I want to be one, but it's just easier to find chicken. Chicken is seafood, very easy. Like on the yeah. go. It's yeah. hard to find seafood on the go sometimes. This so. is true. I want to be a vegetarian, but I just love the variety of food too much. Yeah. See, it's tough. It's tough. <laughs> right. So. But like I, um but yeah so i was basically saying like we got so much to offer and so much for different people with different but when you got like something like what you guys like it's perfect for people that don't know yes or people that need versatility yeah and which is i think that's kind of what i try to offer so even on the roundup let's say even for this week there is um a, a writer's event a conversational series is having at Enoch Pratt. Mm -hmm. A lot of people don't know that that's something. You know, right, right, at the library. Yeah. <laughs> um, so a lot of people don't know that that's like a place that you could go. Because everything isn't like, well, 
what I don't like, I, I love to party with the best of them. Maybe I'm getting a little bit too older where like the club isn't always like my thing, but I still like the smaller, like, okay, you might find a familiar face or it might be just like something that's interesting that's just happening. Mm-hmm. So um, I do kind of like the low key things. I like to put that in there. Some of the cultural items, they have fun, interesting things that come along the city, like even the Luna Night Festival that just happened recently. Mm-hmm. So I try to give a mix of things. Most of them are leaning towards uh, the the millennial crowd, but some of them are also like family fun. Like it's, I like to basically give a mix. There's some fitness sometimes involved. There might be like a yoga and wine type of situation. Um, so what I really do try to give is a variety. I consider myself to be a dynamic person, depending upon the day I might be interested in something different. Mm-hmm. Um, so I try to give that a, a mix. Everything isn't, you know, going mm-hmm. to, going to the club or going to the bars to the happy and that's hour. A, that's that's what we need, definitely, because yeah. that's typical. Right, going to the the uh, club and all of mm-hmm. that. But you know, a lot of times we get, I think people fall victim to, we need somebody to go. Let's go to Canton. Let's go to yeah. uh, Fed Hill, stuff like that. Right. A lot of them places not even for us. No, they're so, not. And as we we just go because we can. Right. But but when we trying to find different spots and stuff like that where we can be ourselves and have mm-hmm. fun. I, I had this, it was a spot, and um, I think it closed now. It's called. It was called Bartenders. It was right there on... Um, I never went, but I know what you're talking about. right on Boston Street. Yup. Mm-hmm. I used to love this spot. I went okay. with my homegirl years ago, and I used to always just go. This was like my date spot. I'd go there because when you won't see nobody in there. Food wasn't all that, but it was chill. Okay. And I had a bad experience in there one day. Like I had my little cousin. Um, he was with me. And um, he from he, he 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 from the hood. He outside. He don't go to no places like this. Mm. And he ended up. He said something. He said he asked the lady for. Um, and mind you, this lady is is she was basically just bringing the food out. She went out waiter. She was mm-hmm. in the kitchen. So that's why I said that's why I said he outside. He don't know no better. Right. So <laughs> he asked the lady for a sprite, and she was Spanish. And she told the our waiter that he called her a spick. <gasps> So it was a whole interaction. Like it was a girl with me. I was with a girl and him. Uh-huh. And of course, he don't even know what the fuck she mean when she said, because niggas don't know. If you don't no, know, don't. I, go, I don't even know what the fuck that means. Right. I know he don't know what that means. Yeah. So it was a whole interaction. We had words like it, it got crazy, but that, it's, it's shit like that. Like it's, it's typically because if somebody if, if it was a white person doing it, and I don't get in that race shit, but right. if it was one of them, they probably wouldn't have thought nothing of it too much. Yeah. But since one of us did it and like we, we don't dominate that, it's like, where can we go when we go for one a chill spot? Right. That, that got like good drinks, good food or like that without feeling like that. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, you should never, nobody should ever be made to feel like an other. Yeah. Um, and not to say that, and I don't mean to cut you off, but uh-huh. not to say, like, this happens all the time. That was the only time that ever happened. Right. Me, but I'm just saying, when we go to spots like this, because we know a lot of times, I, I can speak for me and my friends, uh-huh. and we go down at those areas is because um, whether you want to bar hop or you want to go to something different, mm-hmm. those are, like, the areas where you can go to that different and get that but go ahead i'm sorry well i was gonna say well definitely nobody should ever be made to feel like a other but even to your point i probably i think there are a lot of reasons why black people like us don't think to go to certain places because that's kind of 
the expectation that we will be treated as the yeah, other. Yeah. So it's almost like it takes like a few of us to say like, no, like, hey, you have a right to be in this spot. And also like it's cool. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, like you, you can be in this place. Say for example, like, I don't know, like spots in Hamden. Mm -hmm. I've never had um, any bad experiences there. But generally speaking, it's, it was historically known to be like a white area like yeah. this is just not like a place that mm -hmm. um most black people most West Baltimoreans go mm -hmm. um but I do the majority of my like shopping there like yeah. like my in Hampton one it's like it's close to where I live at yeah. um I but like that's, it, it's cool I like, like I, I even had an apartment there like way way back in the day mm -hmm. um briefly but it's the idea that you just might like Baltimore has this racist past. Yeah. And so we self segregate a lot yeah. of the times too. Yeah, that's true. But fortunately you don't I, in my experience, the like the the experience that you had is mm -hmm. is mine and it's not it doesn't happen that often. No, not, that's and, the only right, time it ever happened. Right. No, yeah. I'm, you know, I'm sure. And things happening, you know, and you shouldn't just make it seem like, okay, well, just because that happened there, this place is just like right. off limits. Because sometimes. Try, I try to preach. I, at that time, I was younger, so I, I probably didn't think. I just mm -hmm. never went back. And I was mad because I liked that spot. But I'm big on grace. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to say just because one way they did that, the whole place is like this. Right. Either. So I, 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 didn't, I didn't go back just because I. I just felt crazy about that one. That just yeah. fucked me up. They twisted that, but but I'm big on grace. Like I and I feel like that's something that we as people we have to give that too. Like if you go to a spot and somebody say I don't, I ain't like that food, or if you read, it's a restaurant. I'm not going to say the name, but it's mm -hmm. a, it's a restaurant, a black owned restaurant that um they they made a post on Instagram and I always see when they interact with the commenters it's never positive. Uh-huh. It's always like a little I'm like, why are you acting like this and this your business? And then I, I it was a somebody had made a post about the spot and they um they basically was saying how they didn't like how the owner was treating the employees and how mm -hmm. the employees were treating. But the food good. Right. Good food. And I and I like I, I still I was still going and um I still, I haven't in a while, but I still do. But I remember sharing that with somebody. And they was like, damn, I was going to go. I wanted to try them out. Mm -hmm. And at my head, I was kind of like, well, don't not go because of, I'm telling you this. Still try it. But you I get what you, I get why you wouldn't either, though. Yeah. Because it's, it's that's not, it's, it's kind of, I, I had an interview with um, Sharif's. You mm -hmm. know Sharif's, right? The of restaurant. Course. Yeah. So he, when he was on here, I, I talked to him about the same thing. And I was basically saying that, you know, it's kind of hard to, um, I feel like as a restaurant owners kind of it's kind of hard to not be the bigger person in issues mm -hmm. i don't know if it's all businesses but like restaurant because it's like any kind of negative from a restaurant is kind of hard to like bypass it with people if you get one bad food experience you might not go back if yeah. somebody treat you wrong, you might not go nine times out of ten. You're not going to go back. So it's kind of like thin ice with that. Tell it, me what your thoughts. Oh no, I 100 agree. And, and you know, it is such thin ice because I know exactly who you're talking about. I knew you would. <laughs> I knew you would. I knew you would. But at the same time, guess what? They do have good food. Right. That's um, what I'm right. And I, and I have been, and I have ex I, I have experienced that person directly and i haven't had that experience you with had it. Good experience. i've had a positive experience right, see. um i would continue to promote them i think that is probably that's my uh, 
it's it's <laughs> such a it is a double edged sword. Even I guess it's even tough. because you, I do want people to um, trust my opinion on things yeah. but i also want to advocate for people that form their own opinion true, true, um true. so don't like completely castigate somebody just off of somebody else's experience yes yeah, yeah um you know like i think that it's probably worth giving it a chance and truthfully consider the fact that especially when we're talking about black owned businesses we have so much going against us we have a limited access to capital mm -hmm. we usually have already have this um expectation from our own community to present ourselves in such a in in a certain type of way like it's it it is like you said it's a double edged sword it's a tight rope yeah. and i think we probably need to extend those places uh with grace yeah. give them an opportunity there are a few prominent places that i am hoping that they will win and it's still like they this place is just not it's just not getting it it's not like catching the flavor that i want but i want them to succeed not necessarily want them to succeed because it's a black business but like i want I, I want businesses to have the opportunity to you know grow into themselves Man. and i know that the black community specifically could be so hypercritical yeah. that everybody yeah. might not have the same opportunity the food business is very critical like even if yeah. you're on yelp yeah when they post stuff in yelp is is not a lot of time majority of it is negative mm -hmm. if i see like because i go to i'm a i'm a foodie <laughs> in my own right Oh, if I see a restaurant, I'm gonna go to the menu and I'm gonna go to Yelp. I want to see what this. Food Are you posting like. a review though? No, I only did uh -huh. a review once, and I did a. It was a, a bad review because I was so, I was mind blown by this experience, and it was uh -huh. this restaurant in Bethesda. I used to work when I told you I worked in Silver Spring. It was a yeah. restaurant in Bethesda, and um, it was ridiculous. Like I, I. <laughs> I, they they took so long with the food and yeah. they basically carried it like it was not a big deal. Ah, uh, okay. And I'm not a flip out. I'm not a. I'm not going to pay for even that experience I told you with bartenders. I still paid the bill. The mm -hmm. girl I was with was like, I wouldn't even pay them, and I was like, nah, because that's what they expect. They expect yeah. us to wild out, knock stuff over, and don't pay the bill and leave and all that. But no, I'm a. I'm gonna let you know about yourself, but I'm gonna pay this bill. You just won't get nothing else from me. But right. this spot was, I, but I also said, I'm going to let you read it. Because I also said in a, in a review, I was like, I, I like the place. I think it's a nice place. I just think like y'all should do this better next time. I felt the way of all So that. it was a balanced review. It was like, okay, yeah. I'm going to tell you about yourself. But think about how many people, it's usually the people who have a bad experience who are willing to, to talk review. about, yeah, like yeah. it's the squeaky wheel yeah. gets the grease. So it's like, are you really getting like a balance for people who are reading the reviews? True. Are you really getting a balanced look at if the I, spot? If I leave a good review, you really topped it with me. If I leave, because I'm yeah. not really, I'm not going to leave no review good or bad. But like uh -huh. I said, with that one, that just, that rubbed me the wrong way, like real okay. bad. I was like. Damn, like, why? Well, like, I, I was fucked up behind right. it. Like, luckily, I wasn't. I don't think I was. I was meeting somebody, so I don't think it was like I was doing no like hungry shit. But yeah, it just fucked me up. But like, if, you, if I leave a good review, you really did your thing. Cause I don't really, I don't be caring too much about that. But um, I want to ask you a few questions. Okay. Then we can go into our event. Um, what's your favorite spot in Baltimore? Food spot. Let's say that. What's my favorite food spot? It depends on how I'm feeling. Um, I would say my favorite food spot is 
water for chocolate. Okay. Yeah. I've been there before. <laughs> I've been there before. <laughs> yeah, water, there water before. for chocolate. You like it? You like, it, okay. Even though I was talking about you and you like your very simple like yeah. taste, I'm like a big uh, breakfast person, and I'm I, a huge breakfast. Okay, person. I'm I, huge. More specifically, like French toast, they have a really good French toast. I'm huge. They got that with the yellow sauce on it, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, so I recently took some girlfriends there for uh, for brunch, but yeah, that definitely is a spot. I used to live in Patterson Park. Kind of like walking this, uh, like a like a good like mile. Yeah. So like I would sometimes like me and um, just my daughter at the time like we would walk to that spot and okay. like get food. Like that would be kind of like our thing. Like I really like that neighborhood because it definitely was like walkable and like you could go and you could get like a good meal. That's like a real hidden gem area too. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like because I if if I didn't know about that, I would have never known that was right there. Yep, it's on the corner, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it definitely it was. A, is. I, it was years ago and I went there. Right. Yeah. And it's expanded since that's, I mean, it's, you know, it was smaller and then it got bigger. Okay, um, see, I was about to ask you that because I ain't know yep. if it got, uh, it was real small when I went that right. time. So, okay. Well, it's double the size now. It still could be bigger because okay. they like, they're still in demand for brunch and everything, especially, but that definitely is like a good spot. Okay. Yeah. Uh, favorite food? Favorite food. I am partial to all things lobster. Okay. Lobster rolls. A lobster roll. Lobster rolls is probably like the least favorite, but I love a lobster ravioli. That sounds good. Oh my From God. where? The place. You know what? You don't want to give up your spot? No, I'm going to give out the spot, but it puts me in a, um, it, it, you know, we talk about like people and their experiences <laughs> with it. I'm going I'm, to I'm go ahead and say it's Tagliata. Okay. <laughs> it's it's a, it's an Atlas you group. You had a bad experience there. No, I mean, well, Atlas group. You know, like oh yeah, 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 like yeah. That was my next question. Right, it that is was my a next thing. Question. It is a thing, but you know, if I'm I'm willing to go on a limb to say that a lot of people are hypocrites. With their boycott. That's one thing. That's one thing that's kind of hard because they got the city on lock. They sell bread. <laughs> like, let's keep it real. Like, most of us are buying their bread. It's in our household. It's well, a whole. H&S? Yes. They own it. It's a whole family. Oh, I ain't know that. Uh, okay, I ain't know that. You put me on. Maybe. I know. Uh, yeah, I might have known that, but I, don't, I can't. Think right. Of that. Yeah. So it might I mean. Be this. So Atlas <laughs> Group is the is the restaurant, yeah, and yeah. that is um the like the younger. Okay, sons okay, or whatever H&S. right okay. right um but the the larger family is uh, the Paterakis and like like it's all very like uh-huh. it's a family business okay um it's a family business but guess what they have like they have good spots they have good yeah, food yeah. um and you you talk about aesthetic they, they have they, they have a good, they they knock it out the park because you know the the girls summertime the yeah. girls love cute spots they do the food don't gotta do. be good if it's cute if the drinks is good right they don't matter they don't yeah so like if you want me to keep it one hundred yes I love their um their lobster okay um ravioli like yes I gotta try that okay. what's in it is lobster ravioli is it cheese in it spinach uh it's a white Alfredo sauce okay yeah. So yeah, not inside it, but yeah. I never ate that Tagliata. I know it's, I know about it. I it's never it's definitely a favorite. So how you feel about Atlas Group? I feel fine. <laughs> <laughs> I like I feel fine, and you're not gonna cancel me because I know what's in your household. Right. <laughs> like like okay. it just let let's just keep it. I know so, what's in. So situations like that, 
I guess that goes back to what I was talking about. My experience is kind of like, as long as you don't get a bad experience with it, you, you'll fuck with it, kind of. Yeah. Okay. I mean, there people can talk about maybe like consistent behavior, like if there's a pattern or something like that. But um, at the end of the day, I think that you should probably use yourself as your you know your own litmus test for whether got you. You, you like you value something in general or whether you know like this thing works for you yeah. so i do want you to take my word for it but never let my word trump your yeah, own yeah, yeah. Right, right right um so even Just if consider you consider it right so even if you have decided like you have drawn your line in the sand like this is not an experience this is not a place that you ever want to support mm -hmm. um that's fine but i also have a, a right to spend my dollars where i deem fit very much um very much. so it just is but it it just is what it is and i do like them and i like their food and i like the experiences there um i i have been friends with some of the people who have been employed there some black people mm -hmm. um but even if it wasn't that, like it's, I think probably we put too much on a place that's just selling food. True. True. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, that that they they that shit that happened at uh, Uzo Bay bothered me a little bit though. But I just, but I also got love hate. Well, more hate than love mm -hmm. with, with people recording shit and all that too. Right. You never know the intent. Sometimes people sparks. I and I'm not saying with this situation either, like because I don't know the uh, what happened with that. But a lot of times with places and people, they they spark shit just to get that video and, and see all that. But I'm definitely not saying it with that because I ain't siding with them right. people at all with that shit. But you know this. So like I that also goes into consideration with how that. And it's another spot I had a. I had a semi semi feeling when i went to this one place mm -hmm. but when a, when one of my friends posted uh a interaction she had at this restaurant it kind of like confirmed it and i kind of i still was going there but i stayed away um i don't know if you know about johnny's in rolling park i know about the place but i don't know so what i used they got good breakfast uh -huh. um and uh I, I used to go there a lot and I can't remember exactly what it was. No, so it's it's little, it's minor stuff. But you know, it's sometimes you just feel funny with yeah. how they be. And um, my friend had said I forgot what her issue was, but she says them. But you know, it's a lot of I don't go in places expecting nothing but good food. I don't care if you. I, of course, I want to be treated right too. But mm -hmm. I don't really look for all that other shit. Like if you don't come back quick enough and all this, right. I just get as long as my food good, we'll figure it out. Um, what's your favorite bar? What's a bar that you would recommend somebody to go to? What's my favorite bar? Everybody has been going to this bar. It used to be like my in the cut, like big spot. That's the gift and the curse spot. about the uh, internet now. I know. Because <laughs> <I know. laughs> they didn't put a spot on it and right. it's like, it's, it's over with. Yeah. Everybody going to go in. Right. Now. My new duck duck spot is not too far from here. Okay. So I still got one in the gotcha. touch, um, gotcha. but uh, Blueberry Cocktail Bar. Blueberry, that's the one in Hamden. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's that's supposed to be a um, what do you call it? You'll um, probably want to call it a speakeasy. That's what I was about yeah. to say. It's not really. It, I mean, technically, it's not because it's not like hidden. Okay. Usually, like the element of a speakeasy is that it's like you kind of gotta like know like mm -hmm. where it is, and here's like some alternative like entrance. But whatever. it looked like a house though, right? Well, everything looked like a house, but uh, yeah. <laughs> I never been in there. I know where it you is. You never been? Never, no, I never been in there. I know exactly where because I go to 
Avenue Kitchen a lot. Yeah, yeah. So I know That's how, a cool like, spot, like, right? I know where it's mm-hmm. at. Yeah. Yeah. But but Bluebird is is. Bluebird is still a, a like a special gem. Like it has like a nice intimate feeling for it. I mean of it. Like the it's darkly lit. It has this um, that menu has a storyline to it okay. it just has like all of these like additional elements that you just kind of like appreciate like it's just it's just like a special and they got swings outside so it's just really cute got you got you so how do you feel about this whole uh um i know this is this is not new speakeasies aren't new mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. the whole like people finding out a lot about a lot of them here how you feel about the speakeasies i think i i love it okay. for one um because there's also like is i've i've now have this like business brain like so the more like we can develop the area is mm-hmm. it's just so much better so like i i love it uh the fact that people know about it i, I want people to explore the city so for me it's just like mm-hmm. a, a win-win um i like seeing familiar faces mm-hmm. it, like i like seeing black faces yeah. in like the spots that i go and like i really want to try to explain to people like you too belong here yeah. and it is cool yeah. and you can experience like different things yeah. so yeah i'm all for it i think I, I don't think people um i think we we don't care i think people gonna definitely we we gonna find out find our way in spots and we don't care about all that what's what's um what's an event or a space that's not a bar or restaurant that that you would recommend like somewhere somebody say friday night i just want to go somewhere and maybe hear some music or somewhere to chill that's that's cool so those are those are like two separate things like you ask like what's an event or what's the like space right, so can i answer how i want to answer it all right so <laughs> there are like two things that i probably really want to plug um black ass flea market is definitely a vibe like anything that he put together it's just like cool. what is it the black ass flea market is um black ass uh, black ass flea market okay I yeah ain't hip. I ain't hip. um so they put on a vendor marketplace but they also do pop-up events at different spaces and they have different themes like even right now they have um a valentine's day um, matchmaker event that's happening at zen in the city um a spot in mount vernon okay um so really i would plug like anything that they have they have really good like dot connectors and like just creating like a unique experience okay um the other people thing that i would probably plug is um the night brunch which okay. again is in as a matter of fact there um both of them are joining to do a ciaa event at the reginald f lewis museum okay um so i'm definitely looking forward to that mm-hmm. later this month but the night brunch is also um a group of well two dope people um jason bass who works at um who who does who's with hotel revival okay um and the DJ, the DJ's name, DJ Impulse, but his name is Brian. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, they also just, they do pop-up events at different restaurants. Yeah. They have a DJ. They might have like a, a like a, a signature menu for that particular night. Okay. Um, and so like they really like bring in some people. Yeah. Um, and it's just like really cool. You see so many people like just dress nicely and everything yeah, they do do good good events yeah nice events. Yeah. there's um like there are people that i literally only see at those oh, events yeah. and i expect to see them at those events and then they like my night bunch friends yeah 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 that's cool that's yeah. always good it's always good so um 
going into this event next week. Mm -hmm. um, we can talk about how that came together. So, how you want to talk about it? If you, if you haven't, please check out episode. This is one twelve, so that's one ten. Uh, episode one ten with Ryan. I kept beating beating it the whole episode. Like, please do this event, giving up this information, and um, we put it in the universe and it came together. So Kendra connected with Ryan off of that podcast just by reaching out, right? I slid in the DMs. And that's one thing that... I'm a DM slider. <laughs> I don't play no fucking games. Can I, oh, my bad. Go but, ahead, like, like, I don't play any games because this is, the you know, the digital marketplace that we have. It's like, I feel like Baltimore is a very real landscape, but then there's just, like, this digital area also the mm -hmm. Baltimoreans that exist that can be connected and I use Instagram or really whatever platform I'm gonna slide in the DM I'm gonna, tell, I'm, I'm gonna make a pitch yeah something that I gotta get better with a lot better with like I'm 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 I hate being ignored so if I send if I send something one time you'll never hear from me again oh no you I come in <laughs> and well, that's something that I know that I can't be in this field because I know you gotta get it done, especially and I'm doing uh -huh. it myself. So I gotta, I gotta get out of there. So I applaud you for doing that, uh -huh. and I, I'm glad. I got a good winning streak. Can uh, I tell you? Go ahead, please. Please <laughs> so, tell me. So even years ago, um, I was, and I definitely want to plug this event. Um, but years ago, like even the shirt that I'm wearing, this is a mess in a bottle T-shirt. Mm -hmm. um, years ago, I was being profiled for my work as a childbirth educator mm -hmm. and she had a shirt that said black girl plus magic equals um well like black girl plus something equals magic mm -hmm. and i saw the shirt well i saw her at a spot before saw uh that she had this shirt and i dm'd her I, like i knew that i was about to be featured on this paper so i slid in the dms was like hey like can i get a shirt from Is this you the lady with the short hair yeah she has short hair yeah i'm gonna tell you about that go ahead oh okay um so like i slid in the dms this would be like five years ago at this point mm -hmm. and was like can i get a shirt like i need it for this and you know sure enough like she handed it to me she like she didn't know me from anybody like mm -hmm. i definitely didn't have any presence back mm -hmm. then um and so she gave me a shirt for me to wear and then years later i slid in her dms again and pitched well my school you know needs new shirts mm -hmm. like you know we want to do this marketing thing like i i think that you would be a great fit for our school can you design some shirts for me and wind up working that out so uh like i'm like really adamant yeah. about uh reaching out to the people that i see where i can make the connections yeah. and i have an idea I'm gonna let you know, and hopefully you like it. I'm a, I'm gonna start. I'm a, I'm a, I'm, that's something that I'm gonna put on my list. I'm gonna pray about it. I'm a, I'm putting it on my list okay. for this year to be a better networker and a better DM slider when it's not about other things that don't matter. <laughs> I mean, that's good practice. <laughs> true, true. <laughs> but no, like I, I definitely I gotta step my game up with that. So I'm like I said, I'm glad that you did that because. I wanted Ryan to do that. Not even if I wasn't a part of it, but I'm mm -hmm. definitely happy and grateful to be a part of it. But um, so tell me, what was your approach going with like your approach reaching out to her and like your approach? What was your what did you see from here in this podcast and then coming up with the idea to reach out? Because okay. anybody could have said, like, I want to be a part of y'all doing this. So. Right. What was your um, intent? 
Well, from seeing Ryan on the podcast and what I loved um, was one, just seeing her her as a young black woman, um, really talking about her experience as a real estate developer and how she got into the games. Like she really shared shared her story. Mm-hmm. And um, it to me, it sounded like we had like minds of developing the community in, mm-hmm. in a real way. What really stuck out to me really was her talking about commercial development mm-hmm. um, of the city. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've expressed to you pre-pod, like I'm very serious about getting a coffee shop in Park Heights. Like yeah. I'm, uh, I'm adamant about this. Remind me to introduce you. I, I know I'm going to remember because I told okay. you to come. My cousin, she in that field too. So I'm going to definitely right. connect you with her. But, um, so yeah, so her story like really connected with me. Um, she seemed like she was uh, a moving and shaking in um, I've gone to like home buying seminars and everything, mm-hmm. but I've always felt like the information is kind of like lacking. There is home buying is one thing, but then you have other people who have um, like an interest in a neighborhood and might have plans around it that most people just don't simply know about or don't think that they could be a part of the conversation. So uh, that you get that she's a part of it. Yes. She's like, you getting it from a person that's like, this ain't no person that just came with like I want to do this. Right. Yeah. yeah like, this yeah. ain't no big, you know, developer that yeah, like just coming to do some. Right. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So that's why I hit her up. So mm-hmm. it was definitely, you know, shout out to your platform and everything. But mm-hmm. uh, then even shout out to um, Ryan and I hit her up. Um, we met. I I think in there I pitched. I said like, hey, like I've done events before. I'm interested in helping support you with this event. Let's mm-hmm. see if we could do something. Um, let's meet up. And so we talked, we brainstormed about it. Um, and um, she is a go-getter and she was ready to set a date for it. And so was I. And of course, like you were the one that was pushing her mainly for it. So of course it made perfect sense for you to also be a part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I came up with the name. Mm-hmm. Uh, the name of the event is Reinvest West. I, love I am, love I love it, it too, mm-hmm. because, you know, everybody develops this white L and uh, Hopkins seems to have over East on lock. Yeah. West Baltimore, Park Heights specifically is where I'm from. This is where I'm from, is where I live, is where I work. Mm-hmm. Like I'm heavily invested in seeing that community thrive. Uh, so for me, reinvest West kind of fit the bill for yeah, for sure you know for my vision that's the perfect name for it yeah mm-hmm. um and getting in i mean i guess we call them stakeholders but yeah. like people who the the regular citizens who have an interest in you know want to have their input and then the people who have the capacity and the means to actually see Makes the vision through right yeah yeah um so that is the idea behind reinvest west and we are meeting for the first time next week What's, uh, what's your what's your uh, your goal with this? Like after this happens, do you like tell me what's your thoughts? Oh, and ideas? besides my coffee shop. Yeah, I was going to throw that. <laughs> I, I wanted to ask if you want like I want you to put that in the atmosphere. Yeah, just the same way we did with that event. I want you to put your coffee shop in the atmosphere because I want you to make that happen. That's going to oh, really yeah. bring a difference to Park Heights. Because one thing about one thing about I will say. The other cultures don't mind going places. We might Mm-mm. don't, we don't mind either, but like, like as we should both share, like when you're uncomfortable, you're uncomfortable. But when they going to go somewhere, they going to go somewhere. Right. Down, this is true. Yeah. So, so it's like, if you put that right there yeah. and it's that, they going to come there. They, they definitely will. And, and that's going to open up right. more doors. Yeah, they do. And then they stick around and then it's almost like a, um, 
a reverse gentrification or like yeah. I, like I'm I, like I almost feel like I'm kind of like holding the line like mm-hmm. specifically with mm-hmm. Park Heights like mm-hmm. or you know or Baltimore specifically like I'm not going to allow now like not on my watch like he always says yeah. like Baltimore is not going to become whitewashed like I'm just simply nah, not nah. having it um, it's it's, it's, it's kind of hard to become because we. I feel like we. I don't know the the demographic, but I feel like we dominate in any way. Uh, we do, yeah. um, but we need to dominate in terms of the infrastructure as well. Um, right. Like we and we need to have um, our presence everywhere from a digital perspective, from a you know in where the meetings are held perspective. Like we have um, an opinion, we should be. They say like if you're not if you're not at the table, you're on a menu or like <laughs> right? yep. so it's just yep. like no yep. like we like we can't have it we gotta get we gotta get ahead of things we gotta have these conversations we gotta have a strategy in place and we have to look towards the future even if we're talking about something that's planning for ten years down the line that's fine I'll be here yeah my children will be here mm-hmm. um, so for me that's what it's for anyway. That's that. That's absolutely who it's for. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a responsibility at minimum to them, and it extends outside of just that my 18 years with them. Like I have to build a legacy that creates a safe and nurturing place for them, and um, that also by proxy that means that I have to make a safe and nurturing place for for other people. Yeah. And yeah. I, I'm I'm serious about that's not just developing the basics but also like the the additional thriving elements of parts about joy yeah. that's in the city and yeah. i feel like you know we don't need another dollar store yeah. right. <laughs> like we just don't for sure for sure so um you know that's that was that's my vision for reinvest west right. that's that's kind of what i want to do and i want to have people who can have those conversations and kind of almost make moving from from that event and hopefully to having more to kind of create like a think tank if yeah. maybe if we're even looking at housing bills or you know any type of legislation and seeing how we can mobilize people to make sure that we design the future how we want it to be so you go you go to um like city hall meetings and all that type of stuff i have okay you feel like it's effective i feel it depends on what you want out of it i think um, you can give your own. You can give your testimony to some things. And publicity is a factor of it. Like I've lobbied in Annapolis before um, on a few different things, um, but I think probably what's most important is for you to at least be aware of the mechanics around it. Mm-hmm. It's not anything that somebody can necessarily tell you. Again, you do have to experience it for yourself. And um, I think that. It maybe that part doesn't work effectively on its own, mm-hmm. but it definitely is a factor. Okay. And it's your responsibility as a citizen to actually know how that plays a part. It's also your responsibility as a citizen to know how you can play a part. Yeah. And I think that's where we where the lack comes at. Mm-hmm. If we don't know what we can do. And then a lot of times when we do know mm-hmm. it's just about feeling like it's gonna make a difference. Yeah. So. We just gotta have longer foresight. I mean, yeah. maybe maybe I won't move the needle tomorrow, but you might though. I might. You might, or you might spark the one to do it. And I'm fine with that too. Yeah, as long as yeah. it gets done. As long as it gets done. I'm with you. So, um, best chicken box in the city. <laughs> so <laughs> about that. <laughs> about that i'm a uh i'm gonna call it like a hail mary pass like i know that people have like they they'll say like sunnies mm-hmm. so like i know that's the spot i actually i think i would say like um santa maria's 
Okay. <laughs> that used to be my spot personally. But if you recall, like I had a, a mom who like fried chicken. Like I like oh, that. So was your so, house was the yeah, best. So okay. The gotcha. best fried chicken, the best crab cakes. Like stop playing. You like, had Royals? Um, I never had Royals. Okay. I know that's like a big one too. Yeah. Yeah. So are you you strictly park heights or you like you you fuck with all sides of the city? <laughs> I have my pain. <laughs> no, like how do I see this? <laughs> right. Um, no, I'm I'm for all the city, but I think that Park Heights specifically gets overlooked, and so like I'm I'm going to hype my city. This I, is, I mean, you. I'm gonna hype my area. Good. This like it yeah. it it raised me. I lived and thrived over there. Like I had good experiences there. I still live there. Like I still live in C one two one five. Okay. So um, you know, a lot of other people hype the other side. I was like, no, I'm like I'm Park Heights, and I'm not. I'm, I love it. It's more than a, a dance. I love that. So you 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 town and you uh. Or you just you tried it. You tried it. <laughs> you really, really tried it with me. I'm just saying that's part of it too, though. Cross the cross the North Park when you know. Tried it with I'm me. I'm just saying, but um, <laughs> <laughs> so in closing, I, I appreciate this conversation. I definitely think we got we got a gym with this event, and I think you got a gym with Charm City Maven. Like we need this, and I definitely think one thing about I think that's unique about pages like yours and um people who got similar pages is all the perspective is always different mm -hmm. so if somebody could post a spot you could post a spot but we people gonna look at both because one ain't gonna say the same thing as the other right. so it's always it's always stands out so and i definitely think that one thing like i try to discover new places and i think that i i encourage other people to try to find new places because it's a lot here. It's bigger than what we think it is. Like, you know, when you get to your usual your your, your usual spots and all that, you could run that in the hole. But when you find other gyms and all that, it's like, it's, it, it's, it kind of make me proud a little bit. It's like, yeah. damn, we got one. Because I, I, I ain't going to lie to you. I go to D.C. in a heartbeat. Like, I'll go out there because uh -huh. D.C. got so much shit. And it's so many spots out there. Like, you could go to a new spot every day and find something, a different menu, a different place where you can have fun, a different bar, like all that shit. And I think that, um, cause I mean, but you, you gotta take DC for what it is. Like mm -hmm. it's, it's, that's a, uh, um, it's so it's people from everywhere in DC. Right. So yeah. That's, that's totally High different. class but, and you know, everything. They got that Michelin star restaurants. Like yeah. it definitely has this thing, but you know, yeah. So Baltimore has better food. We've already, yeah, for sure, that. for sure. But I'm just like, I like, I, I say that to say because I like new stuff. But if mm -hmm. I can stay here and go to new spots, I'm a totally for that. Save right. me some gas. But, so yes. I'm, all, <laughs> I'm all for that. But um, I'm looking forward to Thursday. And mm -hmm. hopefully we get this out before Thursdays. And I hope everybody tap in and watch this. And you can come if you can. We are working with limited space. So, <laughs> yeah. but we going to make it happen either way. So right. even if you... If it come down to that, we are gonna make sure you get this information. But please follow Charm City Maven. Tap in. Yeah, the Charm City Maven. Don't I'm forget sorry. the the. I'm sorry, the Charm yeah. City Maven on Instagram, 
And check out her website she just dropped today. I did. I just dropped my website. It's thecharmcitymaven.com. So you can, it gives you like a broader lens of who I am. Um, I better, uh, like a more than a weekly roundup, I'm trying to give things from like a monthly perspective. I got like a great little article that I made about Reginald F. Lewis the, from Baltimore to Billionaire. I'm like a little proud about that one. I'm going to check that yeah, out. Yeah. So, that. like, check yeah, check it out. It's a brief history, but it's a good one. Cool. Cool. So tap yeah. in and please join us and look forward to more events from the both of us. Because mm -hmm. like we and then we and look forward to this uh, coffee shop. We making shit happen. Now, if, if, if this one happened, everybody focus on this one. If this, she gets I know she will. But when she get this coffee shop right at that, we did this and we did that event coming together. I'm on to something. I'm going to oh, crown myself it. with that. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to crown myself with that. One. But, but in all in all, real for real, uh, thank you for coming. Thank, thank you for you. this conversation. And tune in next time. We need answers podcast. We out. Be down. And guess what? We need answers. Fresh up off the track. All right. Uh, 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 bitch, I hustle hard, gotta get that bag Uh, uh, bitch, I'm with the gang and my whole team drag Uh, uh, you talking about some money, bitch, you need some more You need some more, Mike, Mike and Wong got that way Bitch, watch your boat, bitch, watch your boat How fuck you